you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hello and welcome to the Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, Marcus Grant, and Molly Karam. Today on the show, we'll give you all the latest injury news to get you set for Week 12. Fabs has all his starts and six recommendations, some of them a little shocking. Some big sleepers for Week 12. And with the trade deadline in your league rapidly approaching, we'll give you some quarterbacks you should trade for and some ones you want to trade away. And don't forget, Michael Floyd will stop by, talk his big fantasy breakout game from a week ago, and what the fantasy values of the rest of those Cardinals' weapons are. Hello, fantasy fans. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the National. Football League. Jason Smith here alongside Michael Fabiano and Elliot Harrison. Remember, you can always submit your questions, get the latest fantasy news, follow us at NFL Fantasy. Time now for our headlines, and we kick things off with Wes Welker, the Broncos wideout who suffered a concussion in Sunday's win over Kansas City. He's going through league protocol to try to get cleared. He attended the Broncos walkthrough on Wednesday, but he did not participate in practice. This according to our own Steve Cyphers. Pretty simple for Welker. If he plays for the Broncos, he plays for you. A guy who maybe you're not playing anymore is running back Trent Richardson. Per the Indianapolis Star, Trent Richardson told the media this week, quote, I'm not frustrated at all because I think I've been playing good. If you turn on the film, I don't have any missed assignments. I haven't had any missed reads. I've been playing good. You want to take this, fans? Elliot? Okay. Those are crickets. Yes. Trent Richardson. All right, come on now. He can't think he's really playing well. If this is a bizarro fantasy football league, then he is playing very well. But in the real world of fantasy football, this is a guy that you have to put on your bench this week. He's done nothing statistically. And this week he's playing the Cardinals. They've allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running backs. Yep. I don't want anything to do with Trent Richardson. I couldn't have been more wrong about this guy opening up into the season. I thought he'd have a good year. The opposite has been true. If one of Donald Brown's tape comes loose on his cleat and he trips over and does a barrel roll into the line... <laughs> He might have gained more yards than Trent Richardson. <laughs> Can you start Donald Brown this week? I think given who's on a bye, you may have to because Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, Gio Bernard, if you're one of those people that was starting Fred Jackson in your flex, you're going to have to slide Donald Brown in there. Molly Karam in heels averages more yards per carry than Trent Richardson. That's close. Because yeah, if she trips, she would actually stumble for a couple of feet and then fall. <laughs> she right. would get over three yards of carry. Yeah, I'd take right. Molly in PPR. All right. That's, that's more than Le'Veon Bell has been the last couple of weeks. Oh, too soon for Le'Veon Bell. Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin said Tuesday he expects wideout Emmanuel Sanders to suit up this Sunday against the Browns. Here's how things are going to shake out, Elliot. Likely Joe Hayden is going to be covering Antonio Brown. Does this make Emmanuel Sanders a good play this week? Yes. Before he got dinged up against the Lions, he had 28 targets in the three games preceding that. That's a lot of targets. You're talking about 10 targets per game. Joe Hayden, I get, I get the problem, okay? But that's on Antonio Brown. The Browns aren't going to be mixing up their coverage a lot. You start Emmanuel Sanders. Jericho Cotri is another guy that you look at, too. Look if you're out. in a deeper league. That's the first the time guys... I've ever heard you mention him oh, on this show, ever. Stop. Well, ever. Was I around when he was playing for the Jets? He actually had some fantasy value. But he's scoring touchdowns. If you're in a pinch, you could do worse. 
All right, another day, another critique on Redskins quarterback RG3. This time, veteran wideout Santana Moss told local Washington, D.C. radio, RG3 needs to take more accountability when things go wrong. Also on Wednesday, NFL media analyst Gil Brandt wrote a column saying, hey, Redskins should wind up sitting RG3 soon if and when they fall out of the playoffs and go to Kirk Cousins. So here's all this talk every day. RG3 is losing the locker room. What concerns do you have about this guy going forward the rest of the season? Statistically, the last two weeks, he's been really good. Although last week he had like four points until the fourth quarter, then he went crazy, ended up with 23. So the consistency on the field hasn't really been there if we're talking about game situations. See, but we're in a different situation. In fantasy, he's been okay lately. I don't like the matchup this week against San Francisco, but I also don't want Kirk Cousins to take over because... A lot of people are leaning on RG3. Well, first of all, I'm glad that Santana Moss criticized him because I would sit Santana Moss for Jericho Cotri. <laughs> Second of all, that matchup against the 49ers, I don't care that it's a home game. He's been inaccurate. He's throwing off his back foot. He's not driving into the ball. Yeah, he got a lot of points last week. It's because they were down to the Eagles, and that all came in the fourth quarter. Yeah, bottom line, if you have RG3, you're playing him. You have to make sure you have a good backup plan in case things go south for him later on this season. Vikings head coach Leslie Frazier announced Wednesday Christian Ponder will get the start this week against the Packers. He was replaced by Matt Castle in the fourth quarter last week. What does this do for the value of either any of the Vikings uh, play guys or some of the uh, value of the Packers defense? Yeah, uh, our producer, Hytham, can you bring back the crickets? Yeah, really. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, are you starting any wide receivers in Minnesota? No. John Carlson, he's looked pretty good, so maybe you start him as a low-end tight end one. It's all about Adrian Peterson and his groin injury. You made me feel a lot better because I almost hid my head down here. I started John <laughs> Carlson in the interest of full disclosure. I had to, but you don't start the Vikings bad. weapons. I mean, that, it doesn't matter who starts a quarterback for them. They're not getting the ball down the field with any kind of accuracy. All right, Packers defense. Watch out. We'll have more on them coming up later on in the show. Just a reminder, we've got four teams on a bye this week. The Bills, Bengals, Eagles, and Seahawks. Here's a look now. The top ten players on a bye so you know who you need to replace in your lineup. Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, Andy Dalton, who has been terrific the last few weeks, jumping into becoming a top ten fantasy quarterback. Nick Foles, Deshaun Jackson, A.J. Green. There is a lot of firepower on the bench. So... In case you have any of those guys on your team, let's give you our spot starts of the week. And we'll kick things off, Michael Fabiano. What I think is going to be a theme today, whoever plays against the Jets. <laughs> Especially when that team is at home and the Jets have to go on the road. The Jets have allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks on the road this season. And uh, if you had any questions about that, check out EJ Manuel's stat line from last week. And that's EJ Manuel. I'm starting Joe Flacco this week. I think he could be a top 12 fantasy quarterback. He's playing at home. Clearly the matchup is good. I know the weapons there in Baltimore have been shaky. But Flacco has some starting value this week because of the matchup against those men in green. Uh, Elliot, give me a running back you like this week. Well, you know, Jason, when we said we we're going to ease you back into your job, you're hosting eight hours straight live tomorrow. That's pretty much what the Giants have done to Andre Brown. 52 touches in two weeks. Ease him back in. I mean, come on. If he's getting that kind of touches and they're trying to prohibit Eli Manning from throwing interceptions, run the football more, don't throw the ball 50 times a game, you start Andre Brown. Yeah, I like Eli Manning this week as well against the Cowboys. He carved him up week one. This could be one of those 38-35 games. So Eli also a pretty nice spot start this week. For more now, let's throw it over to Molly Caraman, Marcus Grant. Molly just finished doing the Macarena. So now she's got her heels on. She's good. She's ready to go. Jason, two notable points in that block. One, never underestimate a woman in pumps. And also, clearly you know me. 
because I am a walking hazard. One of the klutziest people. <laughs> you're a PPR star. I almost rolled my ankle reading the news on NFL AM this morning. No joke. All right, that's another note, though. Thank you, guys. Here with NFL.com fantasy editor, my friend Marcus Grant. We're going to take a look now at the top player ads on NFL.com for Week 12. Who is on the it list? One guy who jumps out to me here, Rashad Jennings. He has been stellar in Oakland filling in for Darren McFadden, Marcus. He absolutely has, and it's at a point where he is likely to take over as the starting running back, even if McFadden gets healthy. He has run the ball very well, 100 or more yards from scrimmage in three straight games, 20 or more fantasy points in two of his last three, and he's going up against the Titans defense this week that has given up the third most fantasy points to running backs over the last month. Look, the Raiders' offense is up and down, but Rashad Jennings has been the one guy you can count on the most. And continually will be able to. How about Jarrett Boykin, targeted eight times Sunday against the Giants and continues to rack up the yak. This week gets the Vikes. Back up the yak. I like that. Me too. Well done. You know, one thing that is for certain, Jordy Nelson remains the top target for this Packers offense, but Jarrett Boykin has kind of quietly slid in as the number two guy. He and Scott Tolzien definitely have a chemistry together, probably from being on the scout team together. Jarrett Boykin is putting up solid numbers, 85 or more yards in four of his last five games, and he's a guy you can drop in there. Maybe he's a sneaky wide receiver, too, or a flex option. That is who is hot. Now let's get to who is not, but that's not entirely true, Marcus. These are the most dropped players for Week 12 on NFL.com. And let's start with Case Keenum. Owner's a little quick to hit the drop button, benched in favor of Matt Schaub Sunday. Gets the Jags this week. Double question here. Should people have dropped him? And if he's available, should you pick him up? No, they shouldn't have dropped him. And if he's available, you go get him. One, if I can borrow from Adam Rank, Jaguars. I think that's one of the reasons you make sure you have Case Keenum. But you're looking at a situation where you've got Russell Wilson on a bye. Nick Foles is on a bye. Aaron Rodgers and Jay Cutler are still hurt. Keenum is a fantastic option this week. I think people pulled the shoot on that one a little early. Same for Riley Cooper. He's been dropped because of their bye. Eagles have a great playoff matchup. Should you get him if you can, and you should you have dropped him? I don't think you should have dropped him either. Another one who, yes, he didn't put up the huge numbers last week that a lot of people might have expected, but... Nick Foles is looking in his direction, and when you're talking about what happens in the postseason, Foles is a guy who as long as, or rather Cooper's a guy who as long as Foles is on the field, he's going to get targets. So if, if Riley Cooper is still out there, you go and you find him. Thank you for making sense of that. And this just in, Chip Kelly has announced Nick Foles will be the starter on the bye week. There you go. So you, so you, know, you, play, you play Riley Cooper on the bye week, too. Exactly. MG <laughs> solid. Coming up on NFL Fantasy Live, should you start or sit Colin Kaepernick this week? What about Chris Ivory and Larry Fitz? Find out when Fabs reveals all his starts and sits for week 12. And it's time to make a trade. So stick around because later on we'll give you our list of the top four quarterbacks to trade for if you want to make a run at your fantasy championship. NFL Fantasy Live, back in a few. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Molly Karam joined by Michael Fabiano and, of course, Elliot as well. Guys, it's time for a little Thursday night football preview. We've got the high-flying Saints heading to Atlanta to take on the rival Falcons. Let's make sense of this matchup from a fantasy perspective and check out your projections starting with the Saints. And, obviously, you're expecting a big day here from Drew Bees. And when I look at this, I see a little discrepancy on Pierre Thomas and Jimmy Graham. We will get into that. Now, speaking of Breeze, it seems like a no-brainer that you'd start him this week, but take a look at what happened the last time he visited Atlanta. Breeze had the worst game of his career, throwing a career-high five picks, 
in 3.64 fantasy points, also a season low. Either of you worried about history repeating itself? Not at all. This is an awful Atlanta Falcons defense right now. Elliot, what does fantasy Michael McDonald think about Drew Brees? <laughs> hey! Got to play him. <laughs> All right, guys, let's keep it moving. Obviously, you're playing Drew Brees. How about Pierre Thomas? He led the Saints in rushing and the backfield in receiving. And Darren Sproles a bit banged up, Elliot. Pull it together, would you? I'm pulling together. You got to start him. No, uh, here's the thing on Pierre Thomas, okay? 18 touches per game over the last three weeks. I didn't project him very high because the difference between Michael's projection and mine is a touchdown. I don't see him getting in the end zone. But given that Marshawn Lynch is on a bye, LaShawn McCoy is on a bye, Michael, Gio Bernard's on a bye, it's very tough to sit Pierre Thomas. Keep in mind, too, over the last four weeks, only the Dallas Cowboys have given up more fantasy points to running backs than Atlanta. Good thing you're not a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Fabs, Marcus Colston made some pretty tough catches Sunday against the Niners. And Breeze likes to spread the wealth. Willie this week. I see him as a third wide receiver in most fantasy leagues. You know, he did score a touchdown the last time he played Atlanta. He's actually scored in three of his last four games against the Falcons. They've given up the sixth most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers over the last four weeks. That tells me... Yeah. Start Marcus Colston. Falcons aren't good on the back end, Molly. you got to start Marcus Colston at least as a flex. I know another must-start in your eyes is the Saints' D. You love this matchup this week. Yeah, I like it because the way the Falcons are turning the football over. I mean, over the last four games, they've got 12 turnovers. They've been uh, Matt Ryan's been sacked 10 times. Look, 12 turnovers. I mean, that's three per game. Matt Ryan's been throwing a lot of interceptions. I think the Saints are going to get some turnovers. They'll get three sacks, and they'll hold them under 20 points. Therefore, you'll have a 10-point game, and that's what you want, Michael, from your defense. And they're available in a lot of leagues on NFL.com. Pick them up, start them. Great pickup if you're streaming defenses. All right, guys, the Falcons obviously have been slumping all year, missing Julio Jones, but they are fully capable of putting up some fantasy points. Let's take a look at your projections. In theory. 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 Let's see what you think here. Okay, decent numbers from Matt Ryan. He will, uh, he'll be on my bench there. Some discrepancy also with Harry Douglas, but let's get into it right now, and let's start with Matt Ryan. I said he's on my bench. I'm starting RG3. What can we expect from him in the Dome on Thursday Night Football, Mr. Harrison? Well, here's the thing. You know, Matt Ryan has not performed well as a blade. He's been throwing a lot of picks, but I'm actually trusting him to give you at least a viable fantasy start. This is a rivalry game, and sometimes you have to throw things out the window. And also, we've historically said, Michael, on Thursday Night football the points are down but that hasn't quite been the case over the last month right we've seen more teams scoring more fantasy points now with that being said the Saints defense against the pass this year has been really good under Rob Ryan they're allowing an average of right around 14 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks on the road so to me Ryan is a tough start you know who's been also down a bit this year S Jacks Fab Steven Jackson yeah. what, what are you expecting from him this is actually a good matchup. If you look at the Saints, their run defense hasn't been that great. Nope. They gave up big games to DeMarco Murray and Chris Ivory. But with that being said, I can't trust Steven Jackson as anything more than a flex. He's not getting yardage. He's not getting touchdowns. Anton Smith had more fantasy points than Jackson and Jacquez Rogers combined last week. Yeah, and Molly, the risk that you run here is what if the Saints get a big lead and the Falcons have to start throwing the ball down the field? Now you're taking Jackson out. Or, or he's catching five-yard outs. That's not going to do it for you. How about Harry Douglas? Matt Ryan called the play of Harry Douglas a silver lining in the Falcons' lost season. Elliot, you liking him this week? I agree. I think he's done a heck of a job stepping up. Uh, you know, Fabs and I, you mentioned the discrepancy we had. That's because I have Harry Douglas getting a touchdown this game, and Fabs doesn't. 
So that's really the only difference here. We both think that he's going to be targeted. And frankly, as bad as Roddy White has been, Roddy White's not had a 50-yard game yet. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Let's talk about Roddy White. What are you projecting for him here, Fab? Not much. Roddy White has been one of the bigger disappointments in fantasy football. I think we can all agree on that. 36 yards last week, and it's probably his second or third best game of the entire season. Now he struggled against the Saints as well. 75 or fewer yards in eight career home games against them. No touchdowns in his last five meetings overall. Roddy White needs to be on your bench, my friends. And on that and on that same or in that same vein, I saw that Harry Douglas was available in quite a few leagues. Why not pick him up? Mm-hmm. He's a clear number one in that offense right now, not Roddy White. That says a lot about that de- that offense right now. Yes, the whole does. Falcons offense down in lower numbers than we expected, except of course Harry Douglas. He, he was a nice surprise, but we are still expecting points. So this game imperative from a fantasy perspective. So. I think I think we're just both shocked at how far the Falcons have dropped, both in fantasy and reality. This team was in the NFC Championship last year. You too. Never dropping. Always winning. And for more fantasy, how about a nightcap? Just a reminder, make sure to set your DVRs and watch us at 1 a.m. Eastern to get all the latest news and practice reports during our late edition of NFL Fantasy Live. Coming up, week 12 is must-win time. So our resident guru, Michael Fabiano, the Fabster, gives us all his starts and sits for the week. Yeah, I said it, Fabs. You won't believe which high-flying receiver he says needs to be on the bench this week. And later, fresh off his 193-yard performance versus the Jags, Cardinals wide receiver Michael Floyd drops by to talk about his big day and the team's matchup this week against the Colts. This is NFL Fantasy Live. 2014 Pro Bowl balloting presented by McDonald's is now open. For the first time ever, the Pro Bowl is unconferenced. Vote for the best players regardless of conference. Then, Pro Football Hall of Famers Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders will draft their teams as alumni captains. Vote now online and on your mobile device at NFL.com slash Pro Bowl ballot. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Very relaxing fads, just seeing all the scenes from Hawaii there. Breeze blowing on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I just got this mental image of you in a grass skirt, and I'm really freaked out by it. Why would you go there? (laughs) Wow. All right, let's get to some starts and sits. Every Wednesday, Fabs, you reveal them on NFL.com. So let's start with your quarterbacks for Week 12. These are the players Michael Fabiano says. Get in your lineup. Matthew Stafford, Colin Kaepernick, Eli Manning, Joe Flacco. Sit Phillip River. He's got a horrible matchup at Kansas City. Sleeper alert, Case Keenum against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Fabs, Colin Kaepernick has been up and down this season. Why start him this week? Yeah, Jason Smith in a grass skirt, bad. Colin Kaepernick on the road against the Redskins, very good. Why do you keep saying that? He has 20-plus fantasy points in two of his last three games on the road, and the Redskins have allowed the fifth-most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. So if there's ever a week to start Kaepernick, and I know he's had two bad weeks in a row, This is the week on Monday Night Football. RG3, we talked about him earlier in the show, his leadership being questioned. I don't get points for that in my fantasy league. RG3 is a guy who's been up and down lately. He's been very good, but the Niners have allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. And RG3 has two touchdowns, three interceptions in his last three home games. A lot of people probably have to start him. You don't have to like it. This is not a good matchup. Let's go to the running backs now. Michael Fabiano's recommendations here for Week 12. Zach Stacy, who's not starting Zach Stacy? Zach Stacy's mom has got it going on, Fabs. I don't know if you know that. You or not. had to bring that up again. He was on a bye, we didn't hear it. Now he's back. You bring it back. <laughs> Rashad Jennings, Frank Gore, your sleeper alert. Ben Tate against Jacksonville. Basically, anybody against Jacksonville is a sleeper or must start alert. But here's Andre Brown. Fabs had a great debut and okay week two. What do you see on Sunday? Andre Brown is going to be in my top ten running backs this week on NFL.com. The last time the Cowboys played a football game was in New Orleans. 
They gave up over 60 fantasy points to the Saints running backs. They've allowed the most fantasy points per game to running backs this season. The Cowboys defense, in a word, Jason, awful. Start Andre Brown. And you like Eli Manning as well in this game. I do. Eli Manning in week one had a very good stat line against the Dallas Cowboys. Let's get to Trent Richardson now. Even with all the teams on a bye, Fabs, I could have 20 teams on a bye. I'm still not going to start Trent Richardson. Not only has Trent Richardson been bad, but this is a horrible matchup against the Cardinals. They've allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running backs this season. And how's this for a stat, Jason? Trent Richardson, 64 fantasy points this year. Zach Stacy has more than that in his last four games. Ooh, Zach Stacy. Could be the waiver wire pickup of the year, Zach Stacy, depending how it If I drafted Zach Stacy in the first round over Trent Richardson, <laughs> everyone would have thought I was insane. Guess what? This predictability is, in this the is NFL. Fantasy football. This That's is how right. it works out. Let's get to the wide receivers. Fab says start Torrey Smith, Larry Fitzgerald, Danny Amendola. Sleeper alert, Kendall Wright at Oakland. You'd like to see him get in the end zone at least once. A great PPR player, but needs to score a little bit. Start having great fantasy value. But Fab's Torrey Smith is someone now up against that Jets defense. Suddenly, that Jets defense not so good against the pass. Not so good against the pass, especially on the road. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers away from home this year. They've also allowed 14 receiving touchdowns in five road games. I really like Joe Flacco. I really like Torrey Smith. Now, Ray Rice is a different story. But start Torrey Smith this weekend. Antonio Brown has really come on lately. He's been one of the top wide receivers in the NFL fantasy-wise. But this week, he's got Joe Hayden. Look at what Hayden has done against the best wide receivers in a game this year. The best game was Jordy Nelson, who had just barely over 10 points. You had Torrey Smith, who had 8 points. Look at what he's done to guys like Calvin Johnson, A.J. Green twice. Mike Wallace, when he was a big signing, when we thought Mike Wallace was good. Fabs, what do you do with Antonio Brown this week, knowing he's on Hayden Island? PPR League, you're playing him. If you're deep, you only start two wide receivers, and you can have a legitimate alternative on your roster. Maybe you bench Antonio Brown. Guys, Joe Hayden is no joke. And this guy has stopped the best of them this season. We saw Calvin Johnson on that list, although he was a little bit banged up in that game. But Joe Hayden is not someone to mess around with. He is now the Darrell Rivas of the past. Joe Hayden's a guy that when you see him playing your wide receiver, you have to stop, think, and look at those matchups because more likely than not, your wide receiver is not going to put up a big stat line. So not a straight sit, but if you have an alternative. Exactly, exactly. Let's get to the tight ends now. The must starts for week 12. Delaney Walker coming off a nice week on this list. Kobe Fleener starting to really come on in the last month. Your sleeper alert, Garrett Graham against Jacksonville, did well from both quarterbacks on the Texans. Fabs, Kobe Fleener, if everybody was looking for a tight end the last month, I think he kind of found your guy. Eight-plus fantasy points in three of his last four games, ten targets in two straight games, and this is a dream matchup for any tight end. The Cardinals have allowed the most fantasy points per game to that position of any position. You remember who they played last week? Jacksonville. Some guy named Noble scored a long <laughs> touchdown. I never heard of him before, but he plays tight end. Kobe Fleener is going to be a solid play this weekend. Yeah, now we know where Reggie Wayne's targets are going the last couple of games. Ten the last two games, they're going to Kobe Fleener. Fleener and Hilton, yep. He's finally jumped in. Now, Antonio Gates, who's had a fountain of youth type season, but not this week. You probably have to play him. Uh, unless you have, say, Jordan Cameron also, then you can play Jordan Cameron. But the Chiefs have allowed the fewest fantasy points of tight ends this season, and they are extremely tough. One receiving touchdown to that position all year long. So, yes, Gates is probably going to be in your starting lineup, but temper your expectations. And I kind of think the Chiefs are going to be a little ticked off after they lost to the Denver Broncos in front of a national TV audience last week. So, Gates, Rivers, Keenan Allen, whew, 
Very risky. All right, let's get to some defenses now we both like. And surprise, surprise, because you've been telling me all week in the office, hey, Smith, I'm recommending the Ravens against your Jets this week. You told me that 10 times in the last yeah, two days. Yeah, I, I might recommend the Jaguars <laughs> if they were at home against the Jets. The Jets have been absolutely awful. You know, this is a defense that's given up the most fantasy points to opposing teams over the last four weeks. The Ravens' defense has been very good, 12-plus fantasy points in three of their last four home games. The Ravens are still available in some leagues, maybe about 20% of leagues. But if you have them on your roster, start them. No offense, Geno Smith is a turnover machine. The Jets are a worse team on the road and a much worse team on the road than they are in the confines of MetLife Stadium. I agree with everything you've said. All right. Let's go to the Rams' defense. And I don't know why people are still hemming and hawing about them. They do. And what else do you want them to do? They get after the quarterback. They get turnovers. They, they get pick sixes. you got Tavon Austin returning kicks now, and suddenly he started to blossom the last couple of weeks. They have a good matchup this week against the Bears. It's not a great matchup, but still, you're throwing Josh McCown in St. Louis when the Rams' defense plays very well. I, I, don't know what, I don't know if it's the stigma, all oh, the Rams, they're not that good. But I don't know why people lay off the Rams. Great pass rushing team. You want another defense to start? The New Orleans Saints. They're available in a lot of leagues. They're playing Atlanta, and that offense is a mess, especially that offensive line. And you like the Packers, too, this week against the Minnesota Vikings. Packers are a very good play. Who's playing quarterback for the Vikings? I don't even know. I think Tommy Kramer Tommy plays Kramer's this week. Back. So, yeah, Excellent. good luck there. There you go. <laughs> Streaming defenses. We love doing it. Still to come, so many quarterbacks, so little time. The fantasy trade deadline is almost here. We have a full breakdown of the quarterbacks you need to try to barter for before it's too late. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Molly Karam joined by some woosah meditating gentlemen. Elliot Harrison, Marcus Gray. Are you guys feeling zen? Yes. Okay, good. So am I. All right. I'm so relaxed now. It's fantastic, like a yoga class. All right, guys, let's get to one of the hot names. Speaking of hot yoga here, Colin Kaepernick. He's been trending on Fantasy Genius right now. Everybody's been asking about him. He's been underperforming from fantasy standards, but he is getting Michael Crabtree back. Fab said earlier he would start him this week, Monday Night Football at Washington. But what about moving forward? Well, I think moving forward, you're very concerned about Colin Kaepernick. He hasn't thrown the football very well, and we knew that wasn't going to be his strong suit. Part of what you liked about him was his ability to run the football. But teams are taking away those running lanes, and just a really, really a dearth of targets has made him hard to trust. And I think the schedule really doesn't play out. Dearth? Well for him. Did I you li- learn that? You I like that, and I like how you said moving forward because I sure would like Colin Kaepernick to move forward a little bit more. How about you take the, the ball and run it a little bit more? And I'm not talking about design runs. I mean, when those linebackers bail, I'd like to see him run more. I do not trust him going forward. I agree with Fabs. You start him against the Redskins, and then I'm probably sitting him on the bench. Speaking of moving forward, let's take a look now at Kaepernick's remaining schedule. He plays three of the defenses that allow the most points to quarterbacks in the Redskins, Bucks, and Falcons. So somewhat of a favorable schedule moving forward. These two aren't sold. Fabs is for this week. All right, gentlemen. Time now for my favorite part of the week. Engineer to Win presented by Volkswagen. So you know the drill. We put 1.30 on the clock and we let it rip. But this week I'm really challenging you. I want to get through all these questions. Wow. They're all wow. submitted from no Fantasy pressure, Genius about week 12. Marcus has a lot of notes. You ready? Yeah, you got your game. Let me see yeah. your game faces. Awesome. Those were scary. Let's do this. <laughs> Antonio Brown, who was fantastic last week against the Browns in the Joe Hayden effect. I think you start Antonio Brown, but you, you are very much tempering your expectations. And I think especially in a PPR lead because he sees a lot of targets. Agreed. But if you're really strong at wide receiver, don't fret about sitting him. Let's go tight ends. Delaney Walker, one of the most underrated or one of my favorite to say, Jason Witten. 
Uh, Jason Witten historically has been very good against the Giants. It's like, remember last year, he had the 18-catch, 22-target game. I would not sit Witten against a division opponent. I think you go with starting your studs. Jason Witten falls into that category. Don't chase the points with Delaney Walker. All right, let's go to one of his teammates, NFC East here, uh, running backs DeMarco Murray or the Giants' Andre Brown. I go with Andre Brown against that terrible Cowboys run defense. And he's got 52 touches the last two weeks, Andre Brown. All right, better start a Colin Kaepernick. We've been talking about him. Or Tony Romeo. Tony Romeo. Well, um... I was thinking of Romeo Cornell's mobility out of the pocket. Not good. Colin Kaepernick's uh, probably going to have a pretty good game, but Tony Romo against the Giants on the road. How many times have we seen him stink it up when they really need a win against the Giants? I'm taking Kaepernick. Wow, I think I'm going to go Tony Romo in this one. I, I just like See, the I'm way not they... a homer for Romo. Hey, look, I that? like the way they throw the ball Except all over the that. lot. So many more targets. I think that really helps. Split decision. All right, better start. These two both have been having a lighting it up. Le'Veon Bell or Rashad Jennings? One in the backfield. Rashad Jennings. Rashad Jennings has been getting the touches the last two weeks. He's on the field almost the entire time. You can't sit him. Yeah, at this point, he's taking Darren McFadden's job even when McFadden gets healthy. Yeah, he had 22 rushes, I think 150 yards in a TD. So big game Sunday. Good stuff, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Good stuff. That was Engineered to Win presented by Volkswagen. For more now, let's throw it over to Hassan and the Fabster for some sleeper talk. Gentlemen. Mucho gusto, Malikaram. Thank you. Oh, quite an accent. Jason Smith here alongside Fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano. And I think I'm going to name my fantasy team Hot Yoga next year. I hot Yoga? Like, I kind of like Hot you Yoga. You do cold yoga, don't you? No, I don't do yoga at all. No, I only eat yogurt if it's got chocolate chips in it. These are Michael Fabiano. <laughs> those top sleepers for week 12. Some of the names on this list, it could be a Kenny Stills week. That's Thursday night football, so you want to play him. Make sure he's in your lineup. Mike Glennon, Case Keenum, Chris Obanaya. Think of it this way. Chris Obanaya opens eyes. Obanaya, Obanaya, Obanaya. Pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, you might want to just keep going, Smith. Don't want to keep going? All right, let's go on to Mike Glennon because he's someone, Fabs, who so far for rookie quarterback, he's been the most consistent of all the guys. He's been pretty good. He looks really young. He looks very thin and uh, not very mobile, but <laughs> He can throw the football, and this is a great matchup against the Lions. They've allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks, including nine touchdown passes. Mike Lennon is a free agent in about 98% of NFL.com leagues, so pick him up and start him if you need a quarterback. Every time I see Mike Lennon walking into the stadium, I think, oh, look, Mike Lennon got tickets for his little brother. He no, looks, no, no, it's actually he looks Mike so Lennon. young. Hey, Rashad Jennings, Fabs, this is no joke here now. Darren McFadden, forget about him because Rashad Jennings has earned the right to be the starter here and in Oakland. And he's quickly graduating out of sleeper candidacy. This guy is more of a, a must-start at this point. The Titans have allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs over the last four weeks. They've also allowed two-plus rushing touchdowns in five straight games. And Jennings, surprisingly, Jason, is still a free agent. In a lot of leagues on NFL.com, guys, wake up, pick them up, start them. How bad were the Jaguars last year? He stepped in for MJD, couldn't do anything. I know. He's the Raiders, like he's going crazy. Totally different player. All right, Ruben Randall, the offense flowing more towards him and away from Akeem Nix. He's not quite getting the targets, Fabs, but still, he's getting a touchdown every week. Every time Eli throws a touchdown pass, it goes to who? Ruben, Ruben Randall. Randall. And earlier this year, back in week one, five catches, 101 yards against the Dallas Cowboys. We all know their defense has major, major problems. If you're in a pinch and you need a third wideout, Ruben Randall is out there on the waiver wire. All right, now Garrett Graham had a great week last week. He Why did. are you not chasing fantasy points with him? Here's the thing. The matchup is just awesome. If Garrett Graham had two fantasy points last week, I'd still like him <laughs> this week going up against the Jaguars because they've allowed the most fantasy points to tight ends over the last four weeks. They've also allowed eight receiving touchdowns to tight ends overall this season. So, yes, 
big game last week. Am I chasing the points? Uh, to a little bit of a degree, but the fact here is that the matchup is really good and the tight end position overall, not so good. All right, there's Michael Fabiano's big sleepers for week 12. Coming up, the fantasy trade deadline is almost here. Today, we analyze the quarterbacks you should target and the ones you should sell high on to ensure you're ready for your fantasy playoffs. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Mucho gusto! Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Jason Smith here alongside all the guys. Just a reminder, fantasy trade deadline for Standard Leagues on NFL.com. This Friday night, 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. Yesterday we told you which wide receivers and tight ends you needed to trade for. Today we're going to discuss the quarterback position. But first, here's a look at our schedule for the rest of the week. So you guys know this is how things go. Today, our quarterback trade primer. Tomorrow, running back trade primer. Friday, we're going to answer your fantasy trade questions. Want to get them in? Use the hashtag fantasy trades and we've got four quarterbacks we think people should target for the playoff push and we're going to start with tony romo who fabs romo's a guy who every year he gets a lot of criticism he's someone that nobody likes but in fantasy the guy's money i'm not criticizing tony romo in fantasy he puts up stats maybe he doesn't win the big game all the time but he puts up stats especially late in the season and listen to this schedule guys this week at the giants they just play in oakland on thanksgiving day at chicago Green Bay in what could be a shootout with Aaron Rodgers, and then Fantasy Championship Week in Washington against the Redskins and their awful pass defense. You gotta like that schedule. I think Tony Romo's gonna lead a lot of people to a fantasy championship. I feel the same about Nick Foles. He's someone who I, I don't know what anybody else is waiting for. This is a guy who is gonna put up over 400 yards a week of offense. This offense is gonna do that. Last week, Nick Foles over 20 fantasy points despite the fact he did not throw for a touchdown. And here's another caveat here. If someone else has picked up Nick Foles and they're going to ride with him, he's an elite quarterback at this point. They likely have another very good quarterback on their roster. You could probably make a trade for him and get him very cheaply because that guy is going all in on Foles. But if you can, go get him. They throw the football. He's got a lot of weapons. Go do it. EH, you like Phillip Rivers. I do, and I like... Part of your logic on Nick Foles is that if you had Nick Foles, you probably drafted a quarterback already. Nobody drafted Phillip Rivers to be their starter this year, so you probably already have a quality starter. I like getting Phillip Rivers because of his playoff schedule. He has the Giants at home. He's at Denver in the second round. And then championship week, he's got the Raiders at home. It doesn't lay out any better than that. Broncos 28th-ranked pass defense in the league. Raiders 25th-ranked pass defense in the league. Get Phillip Rivers. You don't have to start him this week or next week. Just save him for the playoffs. Because he's got to tell you, he's got the Chiefs, and then he's yeah. got the Bengals, who have been terrific against quarterbacks. But you didn't draft him to be your starter in the first place. All right, so dust him off for the playoffs. Marcus, what about you? Who are you going after? I'm going after Tom Brady, and I know a lot of people have had consternation about Brady all year long. The schedule for him in the playoffs is fairly middle of the road, but I will say this. He's at a point in the season. He's getting his targets back. They're on the field consistently. Rob Gronkowski's at a point where he's kind of gone through his training camp, if you will. His first couple of weeks in the season, now he's He's back. He's healthy. He's getting targets. You've got Danny Amendola, who's back on the field. And he started to gain a comfort level with Kimbrell Tompkins and Aaron Dobson. You could probably buy low on Tom Brady right now. And I think if you're looking to make a trade to get a top-name quarterback, that's your guy. And here's your fantasy playoff schedule for the guys we're recommending. Again, this is week 14, 15, and 16. Lays out great for Romo. Lays out pretty good for Nick Foles. Pretty good for Phillip Rivers. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. These are guys to go get, especially if you're in a fantasy where you get points for a flag being thrown and picked up and your tight end gets held at the end. <laughs> and screaming at the official. You can get points for that. Too. Uh, very, so you're one of those leagues? Yes, I am. I'm getting one of those leagues. <laughs> All right, now how about some guys to trade away? There's some players that you've been riding so far this season or maybe you're hemming and hauling about, do I trust them for the playoffs, Fabs? You say dump Russell Wilson. 
Yeah, and I met Russell Wilson yesterday. He was here on NFL Total Access. Really nice guy. I didn't you didn't tell him that, did you? I didn't tell him that I was going to trade him, though. I just don't like his schedule. Number one, he's off this week, right? So you're only going to get four games from him the rest of the fantasy season. He's playing the Saints, who are really good against the pass this year. Then he's got to play in San Francisco. Okay, good game in New York the following week. But fantasy championship week, Arizona. I mean, that is a really tough schedule. And this guy has been on fire. So go out and trade him for an upgraded running back, an upgraded wide receiver, maybe even an upgrade at tight end, one of the elite tight ends. But trade Russell Wilson now before the schedule bites you in the old fantasy keister. Trade Matt Ryan while he's hot. Yes, nine picks his last four weeks. He had a nice week last week, fantasy point-wise, thanks to that 80-yard touchdown pass to Harry Douglas. Trade Matt Ryan now. Look, here's what's going to happen with the Falcons. As they fall out of contention, Roddy White's going to stop playing. Steven Jackson's going to stop playing. It's become increasingly difficult to rely on Matt Ryan going forward. Now, you probably took him as your number one. Hopefully, we have another option right now. But, hey, you can probably try to sell him and say, look, he's coming off a good week. You know, I don't want to trade him, but I might have to. Try to trade Matt Ryan because he's not going to be a guy you can rely on for the rest of the playoffs. Andrew Luck, Elliot. Not making in my league of record, I have Andrew Luck. Uh, I'm relying on I've him. got him in the AM league. You know, Marcus mentioned people having consternation about Tom Brady. Andrew Luck on my team's giving me fantasy constipation lately. I mean, I, I look at his schedule. He's at Arizona where Bruce Arians knows the Colts personnel, okay? Then he finishes up with Tennessee, seventh ranked pass defense, Bengals, sixth ranked pass defense, Texans. First-ranked pass defense in Kansas City, ninth-ranked pass defense. Those aren't good matchups. If Andrew Luck doesn't get you rushing touchdowns, you could be in trouble. What, what does fantasy constipation look like? <laughs> it's like this disgruntled look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> like the disgruntled look you have trying to trade Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, man. I think it has struck midnight for Big Ben in a fantasy perspective. He ah, has been very good. You see what I did? Yeah. He's been very good the last two weeks. 25 or more points in each of the last two games. But you look at that schedule down the stretch and into the fantasy playoffs. Sure, that game against Green Bay, maybe there's something there. But you're talking about the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Bengals. He's got a matchup at Cleveland. None of those are exciting if you have Ben. Ben Roethlisberger, this is the time you deal him away and you try to get something back in return. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> These are the quarterbacks to trade away, the guys we <laughs> just recommended, and their schedules upcoming. Some tough sledding for a lot of these guys. Try to trade them if you can. Again, most NFL and all NFL.com leagues you have until Friday this week. Make sure you tune in tomorrow because we're going to go through the running back position, let you know which guys you should target for your playoff push there. Coming up, it was more than just the luck of the Irish that helped Michael Floyd score 25 fantasy points on Sunday. He joins us next to chat everything fantasy Cardinals as NFL Fantasy Live returns. Welcome back inside NFL Fantasy Live. And over my left shoulder is a very special guest. It's Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Michael Floyd coming off a big win at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, Michael, first of all, first time on the show, we appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your workout and practice. But uh, I imagine a lot of people are talking to you at such a big game. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a great overall team um, win. Uh, and for me individually, um, it was a breakout game for me. Well, I tell you what, when we talk about the Cardinals late in the year over the last couple of seasons, there hasn't been a lot of positive energy, but this year is totally different. You're six and four. The vibe's got to be different. With the way the schedule lays out, you have a chance to be a wild card totally different than 2012. Yeah, Coach Aarons always preaches from now on, you know, it's a playoff game, and that's how the whole team takes it. Um, you know, one game at a time, and, um, you know, when we do that, um, good things come out of that. 
Well, you're playing it pretty cool, but I know you had to be pretty excited about a 91-yard touchdown reception. That's the longest in the NFL this year, much less the Cardinals. At one point after you caught the ball, were you looking around being like, where, where is everybody? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it was a great great play call by Coach Arians and uh, a great throw by Carson, um, who led me into um, a great position. Um, and I broke a few tackles and, you know, off to the races I went for the touchdown. We know last year you caught 45 balls. There was a lot of pressure on you. You were the 13th overall pick. You've already got 42 this year. Can you say that a lot of that is because Carson Palmer has turned up his game or, or Carson Palmer's arrival, rather? Yeah, I think uh, just a whole different quarterback play. You know, Carson, very experienced in this league. And um, also with me, you know, being my second year, a lot more comfortable out there. And, you know, the more plays that I get in, the more comfortable I feel on the field, and um, that's the most important for me. Well, we know that Bruce Arians knows a lot of the Colts personnel, and Carson Palmer had 419 yards last week. Would it be fair to say that Palmer could do more of this going down the stretch, and especially against the Colts, given how hot he's played and Arians' knowledge of Indy's defense? Yeah, no doubt. I think Carson, you know, is a great quarterback, and, uh, you know, if we lessen the mistakes... Um, and, you know, we start today on the practice field of, you know, executing on the plays and on the offense. Um, you know, sky's the limit for our offense. Well, I know you play on the offensive side of the ball. I've been bragging about you here. But when you're standing on the sideline, you must watch that defense sometimes and say, we've got a lot of talent. You think the Cardinals defense has flown under the radar a little bit as far as nas- how they're nationally perceived? Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of great guys on that defense um, and they you know fly around and make great plays all around the field and um, you know we just sit down on the offense and just know that you know they're going to come up with big plays each and every game and um, give us you know the advantage of the short field um, to score touchdowns. Well if I play in fantasy next week and I say I really need a hundred yard game are, can I be confident about that can you get me a hundred yards? <laughs> you can count on me. All right, very good, Michael. Congratulations on the biggest game of your young career, and good luck going forward in the playoff race. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Michael Floyd, everybody, Arizona Cardinals. And for more, we're going to throw it over to Jason and the guys. All right, thanks, Elliot, here alongside Michael Fabiano and Marcus Grant. So we got the 100-yard guarantee from Michael Floyd next week. Fab's good news, but what's his fantasy value going forward? Well, you- 100 yards. He just All right said then. He's going to get 100 <laughs> yards from him. I think he's at three, but there's going to be some inconsistent weeks. Did you see the schedule there? You got the Niners. You got in Seattle. I mean, those are not easy matchups for Michael Floyd or any wide receiver for that matter. Can you play him this week? He's a three this week. The Colts have really struggled in their pass defense over the last month or so. All right, Marcus, what about Larry Fitzgerald? Well, I think a lot of the same things apply with what Michael said about Michael Floyd there, except with Fitzgerald, you maybe make him a low-end uh, low one or maybe a high-end two, and you do play the matchups going the rest of the way. Speaking of matchups, how much can you trust Andre Ellington? Um, before or after he lost all the dreads. <laughs> he <laughs> may be a little mad, and he wants to put up some numbers. I think he's a flex. Beware Rashad Mendenhall. That's all I'd say about yeah. that. But he doesn't have dreads. <laughs> no, he does not. Which Arians is good news for him. loves Mendenhall, and that hurts Ellington's value. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's a wrap, fantasy fans. Join us tomorrow for the latest news and a full preview for the Saints-Falcons Thursday night football matchup. NFL Fantasy Live returns tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.